Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hope you're having just a fantastic Saturday. It is so great out there. Get out, shop a neighborhood, get ahead of the holiday shopping season. This is not a year to procrastinate. We'll talk a little bit more about that this hour, but it is that time in the show where we take your questions. We invite you to give us a call at 651-641-1071. Let's talk shop. What's on your mind? What are you looking for? What do you want to talk about? you have an experience you want to recap for us? We're down for it. Give sure. us a call. 651-641-1071 is our number. You can also uh, email us by going to mytalk1071.com. Click on the Shop Girls page. Um, and we try to get to those answers whenever they... Uh, the questions come in. We'll p- pick a couple out of the mailbag today. There was one mom. Yes, this was from Gretchen, and she said, Hi, ladies. That's nice. That Hi, Gretchen. <laughs> um, I'm hoping you can help me by providing me with a few suggestions to try looking for a new sofa. Mm. I don't want anything contemporary looking. Rather, oh. I'm looking for a velvet material, one with rolled arms and a nice inviting look to it. I missed whenever it was that Rosenthal's limited their sales to contemporary because they were my first choice. I'd appreciate any help you can give. Love your show and appreciate you both so very oh, much. Oh, thank you, Gretchen. Yes. We appreciate you too. Um, I guess the first, first, first thing that comes to mind for me as I'm hearing her say she does not want contemporary right. is traditions, classic home furnishings. Yeah. Um, right That's in... That's a good place. Yeah, right in St. Louis Park. They closed the one on Grand Avenue. They used to be on Grand Avenue as well in St. Paul. They're not there anymore. That but, isn't what it's called, the one in um, Edina, too? Isn't there traditions in Edina? Mm-mm. Not, no, St. Louis Park. No, you're right. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's a different one that I'm 42 thinking of. 4245 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. And um, they they have lovely pieces and people who can help you and all yeah. different materials that can be ordered. That would be a great place to start and, and a nice local uh, retailer to support. And what about um, house? The, I get mixed up between there's two. There's there's a a store at Galleria. That's oh, our house. Our house. Mm-hmm. But isn't the one on 50th in France just called House? No. I, oh, <laughs> it, are you sure? There's what Our House, A-R-H-A-U-S, at the yes, Galleria. Right. And I would agree that Our House um, kind of spans different... Right, only. they span different styles. And I think also when you're talking about some of those more lush materials, that would be a great place to shop as well. Um, you know, I mean, of course, Room and Board isn't only contemporary. They've got their more traditional styles as well. There's a whole section of the store in Edina that is a little more traditional. Right. But I'm, look I, I'm not crazy. Are you talking about home and and um, oh, is home a, and company at 50th and France? Yes, it's home. House, home, it's all the same thing. They're all, yes. Um, yes. So it's at home and company. 
at which home. at yeah. home and company which is another beautiful um showroom and interior design firm i always love the stores where the people who work there are interior designers by trade just because you know right. you're going to get such great advice right and they can in. really help you you know yeah. to find what you want so i would say head um head to the you know southwest metro start yeah. at start on excelsior boulevard and head south from there hit 50th in france and then um you can't go wrong any dyna so many options i mean of course there's restoration hardware for inspiration and lunch yeah, and lunch um, expensive lunch so but big good. and so expensive yes. yes but you know I, we don't know you didn't mention your budget that's so right more that's power right. to you gretchen <laughs> if, if that works for you maybe invite us over we'd love to sit on your sofa um speaking of sitting on other people's sofas yes did you see mom that you can now stay in Carrie Bradshaw's apartment, not Sarah Jessica Parker's. No, she Car- doesn't want you to come <laughs> no. in there. No. I wish she did. I'd rather stay there. I would but too. But you can stay in Carrie Bradshaw's original Sex in the City apartment for $23. Well, that sounds so good. Unfortunately, it's not like everybody is going to be able to do this. There's only going to be two people. Who, who get to do this. Is that it? Yeah. I didn't read the fine print. Yeah, well, you got to read the fine print. Um, starting Monday, November 8th, so coming up in a couple of days, you can click and be the first to book one of two one-night stays, one on November 12th, the other on November 13th, for $23. And the reason it's 23 it's honoring 23 years since Carrie was first introduced to fans. Mm. And all the money, all all what forty six dollars will benefit the studio museum in Harlem. Oh, so um, but they have pictures in Elle magazine and several other places too of this apartment, mm-hmm. and they've really got it done up. You know, it's just like the iconic um, sets, the apartments, and and coffee shop in Friends or the Cheers bar and all of those. Her apartment was you know iconic, mm-hmm. and they. It was this, a symbol of the era. They said one bedroom rent controlled Upper East Side brownstone costing $750 a month. But the closet will be full of the clothes she wore. So oh you can gosh. put those on and have a photo shoot. Mm. Um, it's in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you don't think they're going to end up keeping this going? That's what I don't understand. It did not say anywhere. It's a two story apartment. Yeah. And it didn't say anywhere if they're going to keep this open and you can go and at least visit it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, well, where do people go if they want to register well, for a isn't chance? Isn't that a good it question? It was L, L Magazine, L.com had yes, the scoop on this. But they do they did. point people to where they go um, if you want to try to stay in Carrie Bradshaw's New York apartment well, for $23 a night? It must be Airbnb because they teamed up with Airbnb okay. to do this. So I would say that you go to Airbnb. Let me see if I click on here where it takes me. It takes me to Airbnb.com. But and not it, to it, the Carrie Bradshaw? No, it says. The, oh. When you open it, it says a night in Carrie Bradshaw's New York apartment. Okay. And so then you can okay, so um, if you click wanna, on that. If you want to throw your uh, your name in the hat for for possibly winning this um, for $23, you got to do it by Monday, November 8th. My question is, I'm wondering if maybe since it's part, you know, uh, with a Airbnb, if after this, if it's going to be available to rent, but right, at a normal more price, money. yeah, could we'll be. have to check on that. That would be very fun. I have to say, I'm um, from a like industry standpoint. You got to give them props for all of the clever marketing. 
ploys that they're yes. they're doing to to get ex- people excited about the return of Sex in the City, and I think this is really smart to kind of do this experiential type thing. It's yeah. sm- it's smart for Airbnb to be partnering with Warner Brothers. I just it's it's very clever, and I think Sarah, <clears throat> excuse me, that Sarah is going to actually welcome you. When you come. Yeah, but, well, how, but like in a recording. I, she's not going to be there. I, well, don't right? you think she'd show up? No, no. I thought I, it said that like, on, because they're going to have an answering machine. Remember, oh, it's like you're stepping into the 90s. Yeah, maybe that's true. I think it's, I yeah, I don't think you're going to be like hanging out on the bed with Carrie. No, and she won't be in her double striped suit. Talking about Mr. That. Big. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's happening. Okay. But close. Could very be, close. Yes, be. indeed. You never know. Um, okay, just a, a word. I mean... You hear uh, supply chain and you're kind of like your eyes roll and you're like, oh, God. But this is going to affect all of us, guys. Yeah. And we're hearing it from big stores and small stores. But the small especially right. are really, really worried about not having enough inventory. And what stinks about that is you think, oh, great. Well, good for them. They sold out of everything. But the problem is a lot of boutiques are already saying we can't get more. We're already being told that what is delivered in September is it. We're not getting more for the rest of the season. And if they can't get more, they can't sell more. Right. And And the big, the big chains like Target, Walmart and so forth, they can handle this and they can get the shipments in. And they are, they're going to get them first. Um, I was reading about the people who own vinaigrette. They had to drive to the location to pick up 47 bottles or whatever. It was the only way that they could get it is to actually drive there and pick them up themselves. So, I, I mean, if you can shop early and shop the locals, the small stores really are going to need you. So a lot of brands have already been telling their customers, and I'm talking, you know, this is like local boutiques, um, like uh, uh, Ace General Store in Excelsior. Right. They've been putting out messages just telling people, you know, please don't wait. Please come in now. We're stocked up. The Golden Rule today, these are two stores that are right next to each other in Excelsior. They're like, it's a beautiful day. Yes, Come perfect. shopping. We're all ready for holiday. Get your holiday thinking cap on. Figure out what you need now because it might not be there in November. Bigger brands are are doing a lot of things like um they're they're doing, you know, or made to order things. They're asking people to order earlier. They're letting them know that deadlines which used to push, you know, to like a day before yeah. Christmas, that the the deadlines might be um, you know, Within a couple of weeks from now, I mean, it's going to be much, much earlier if you want to make sure that you get delivery. Other, another thing which I think is interesting that some bigger brands are doing is offering later deadlines for loyalty members. So like Vans, the shoe brand, right. they have, you know, kind of like a membership where if you if you join and I don't think there's a cost, I think it's generally about giving them your email address. You'll be able to order through November 24th. If you're not a member, you might already be out of luck. Do you think this will also be a bigger year for gift cards? Because mm. of all this, um, maybe, I maybe. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. Walmart, if you're a part of their Walmart Plus program, they're offering Black Friday deals early as an incentive to get people to try. A to, lot of places are. I was in yeah. Macy's the other day, and they yeah. got Black Friday. So that's the good thing. Too. You can so, get the deals. Yep. Um, when we get back, it is time for the tech report. Stay with us. More Shop Girl straight ahead.
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mother, the tech guru to most of us. <laughs> yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the tech report. The internet is, is a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's tech report. You weren't here last week when we talked about Meta. Oh, right. I figured you'd Formally have a lot known of... as Facebook. Uh-huh. When you have problems and you've made mistakes, do not correct them. Just change your name. Well, that's what we determined. Yeah, but that's not the whole no, story of behind course it. And not. they're not changing Facebook. They're changing the company's name. Right. The parent company over right, all of but it. But the parent company used to be called Facebook. Correct. And it's not now. Right. Anyway, they are just dis- meta is discussing opening its first retail stores as it's trying to break into this meta universe, Mm -hmm. according to the New York Times, and they usually know these things. Mm -hmm. So they don't have an opening date yet, but they feel that they'd be able to showcase some of their devices like their virtual reality headsets and teleconferencing gadgets that people can use to chat through Facebook. So this would, if they do this, it would be their first physical store. And what exactly will be on the shelves in the I believe the store. you just missed what I said. No. If you only would listen. I'm listening. Okay. Their virtual reality headsets. Okay. And their other teleconferencing gadgets. Um, they said if they shift their focus to building a virtual world or metaverse as they call it, um, they want users to be able to socialize and work in play, but they might scrap this. They don't. They don't really know yet if they're going to do it or not. Okay. Um, but you know, they feel. How that, do you feel, Mom, about jumping into the metaverse? This is what I really I want. Feel to it's know. ridiculous. I'm not going. We talked once about dresses that people spend money on. Yeah. That are not on them. They're on their avatars. Right. And yet they spend, you know, hundreds of dollars or maybe okay, even more. Well, let me just throw this out for you. You are you're a bit of a homebody. I don't think I'm violating any privacy by saying that. You no. like you like your you like your stuff. You like to be in your house. Yep. So let's no makeup. Say, well, yep. let's just say yep. that you could be in your house in one of your cozy zip up robes. Yeah. You don't have to put any makeup on. Yeah. But you put your headset on. Yeah. And you just, all of a sudden, you're on the red carpet at a fancy event. And you have the makeup on, and it doesn't smudge because it's all digital. But to what point? The dresses fit. Who am I really with? Can I give you a hug? Can I give you a kiss? If I was there too, yes. If you made plans with your friends, and you all went to the metaverse for the evening. It's just stupid. You could go anywhere. I don't want to go anywhere. But I just have these visions of all of us. And now you said there have been movies that do this. where like, we're all just like sitting there wasting away right. in filth with these expensive <laughs> headsets on in this alternate universe. Yeah. And it's really creepy. Yeah, it is. And I mean, yet he seems to think that this is what is going to happen in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, they are right now. They're planning a flagship store for Burlingame, California. But we don't really know for sure if it's going to happen. We know Apple certainly has found success with retail stores. Google opened its first location. Microsoft, on the other hand, closed Closed. all Mm -hmm. of theirs. So we'll see what happens. Oh, boy. I'm not going to hold my breath for that. I'm not either, and I don't care. Okay. Anyway, but I feel it's my duty to (laughs) tell people about it. Thank you for reporting on things you don't care about. So the VP of Alexa wants you to talk to her less, Allie, because... They believe at the company that the future is AI, artificial intelligence, which 
would weave together all your devices as well as intelligent services. So it could make the devices better. You'd be able, the devices would be able to actually anticipate what you want Mm -hmm. and when you want it. And there would be no need to be talking to her as much as people do. So what it ultimately would mean is you'd reach for your phone a little bit less, talk to her less. You'd spend more time looking at the world and the people around you. So Alexa has already introduced Alexa routines, which lets you program um, Echo and the other devices to perform certain actions. Like if you want the thermostat to go off when everybody leaves the house, you mm-hmm. can program it to do that. Sure, sure. You can wake up when your alarm goes off, the local news can go on. So they've already done some of those, but there are routines that can also be triggered by sounds like a baby crying. And they're also introducing other visual um, triggers. In September, they introduced the Ring custom event alerts that could actually open your garage door when a package arrives so that they can put it in your garage. I don't know if it closes it as well. I would hope so. Is that the new Uh, version of, remember a while ago when they were going to just go into your house? Remember when that was going to be a thing before COVID? I'm not so sure that is happening anymore. Um, But they, Amazon expects there to be a lot of different AI assistants in the future performing all kinds of different roles. There's a a larger number of car companies now and retailers that are using Amazon tools to develop their own AI. Um, This is really interesting, I think. When Amazon introduced Alexa seven years ago, it could only do 13 relatively simple tasks, like Mm -hmm. playing music. Today, there are more than 130,000 Alexa skills. And people interact with Alexa a billion billions of times each week. So, I mean, things have really changed. Hmm. So here's something that I know that you always... But, but those, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. What are you saying? Is about? it all versions of like, Alexa, play the Rolling Stones. Alexa, Maybe. play... Maybe, uh, but that's still billions of times. But I mean, like, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, does each of those count as a different thing? I mean, what Maybe. new things is she really doing? Controlling your house, controlling what you listen to, lists. But she can do more. That's the point with artificial intelligence. Okay, I know you are always excited for Thanksgiving to make a turkey. I know (laughs) that that has always been one of your uh, most exciting moments. Mm -hmm. Um, So the smart kitchen is getting just a little more intelligent. And GE Appliances has a new turkey mode for your smart kitchen and for your smart ovens so that you don't have to guess about anything when you're roasting your turkey. So it arrives on over a half a million GE appliances that are connecting um, ovens and ranges this week. It comes through the -the over-the-air software upgrade. And what you are going to be able to do is you put the bird in a roasting tin, pop it in the cold oven, put the temperature probe in, push the turkey mode button, And then you just sit back, read a book, do whatever you want. No basting, no stuffing, nothing. It calculates exactly the right time, the right temperature, and you don't have to worry about a thing. So Hmm. maybe you'll want to go out there and get a smart oven. They start at about 650 and go into the thousands. Any additional smartness in the kitchen, I would go for. Yep, I think so too. Mm -hmm. So turkey mode. 
Good okay. All right, let's do it. Thank you, Mom. Sure. Uh, we will be back to answer all of your burning questions about eyewear. It's a big topic. It's going to be an eye opener. It's next on Shop Girls. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, as you know, we do our very, very best to answer your questions, to seek out answers to the challenging ones. And, you know, now and then there's something where maybe we, maybe, just maybe, we are not for sure the best people to answer. Rare. 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 Very rare. Rare. We know a lot of things. We pretend to know even more things. But now and then, there are just certain specific questions where it's like, we would just like to connect you, dear listeners, directly with somebody in the know. And so we've decided we are going to ask the actual expert. And our first expert, I'm so excited to introduce. He's actually been, wasn't he on the show once before? A while I back. Don't remember. I'm not sure. I it feels like he, sh- if not, he should have been. His name is Jason Engelman, and I don't know anybody who knows more about fitting the right eyeglasses for your face. Yep. Jason, we are delighted to have you join us from Warby Parker. Well, it's about time. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> have you not been on, Jason? I don't I'm think so, so embarrassed. I don't think I have. Well, that's ridiculous. I may have in a different life. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're How so... are you, Jason? I am doing really well, Harmony. How are you? I'm doing well. I have to come see you at Warby Parker. Yes, you do. So Jason is at and I'm the... I'm going to be the first one to tell you. Yes. Everybody that's listening is going to get a little scoop today. Okay. But our new winter 2021 collection is launching on Tuesday. Oh, that's big. Can you give us like just a couple little hints? What's going to be in it? Well, the styles, it's going to be one of our biggest launches we've ever had. And it's going to be a very bold assortment. There's going to be a lot of beautiful new tortoises. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of pigmented jewel tones that are going to be in the collection. Oh, And we have some new sunglasses that are coming out as well. And one of the great things about Warby is we do things in all different sizes. So if you like frame number, let's just say Percy, which is one of our best sellers, but you have a ginormous face, (laughs) you have Percy and extra wide. But if you have a little teeny petite face, we have Percy and extra narrow. So we have a ton of different sizes. Oh, that's great. It's going to be launching along with this as well. So, everybody listening, new collection on Tuesday. That is some good info. It is. And, you know, the thing is, I think that's so true. Sometimes you find a a pair of a frame that you really like, but it's just, you know, it's so big. It just, you know, is way, way too big for your face. And yet there's nothing you can do about it. So that's great news to know. Well, yeah, we have, um, we've done a lot of work trying to bring different sizes, different fits. Because everybody doesn't have the same size face. Right, exactly. And depending on your prescription, depending on how a frame fits you, a bigger frame might be fine for sunglasses, but for regular glasses, it may not be. Exactly. Right, so yeah. right, right. This is one great feature about Warby is that we have that available. And you can go into any, we have three stores in the Twin Cities, Galleria, Mall of America, and I'm at the North Loop store. And we have advisors that can help guide you in the right directions. 
I got to say, we got a lot of good stuff. Well, yep. right. Well, and of course, that's always my my first recommendation when someone asks how they find the right frame for their face. I'm like, go ask the expert. But exactly. since we have you here, Jason, can you yes. kind of give us just sort of like your most general overview of how do you determine what is right for your face? Well, there used to be all these rules in the industry about if you have a square face, wear round frames. If you have a round face, wear square frames. I'm kind of in the world of let's find something that you feel comfortable in and make sure it fits you properly. Mm -hmm. And part of some of the fits that are important is you want your eyes to position really well in the frame. You don't want them to be sitting too high in the frame or too low in the frame or too close to the bridge of the frame. Mm. So you want that your pupils or the center of your eye to be close to the middle of the lens and depending on how you want this frame to be, people want something oversized. If you want something oversized, let's look and make sure your prescription is going to allow that to happen. A lot of times people will come in with a really strong prescription and want a face that or a frame that is so wide that mm-hmm. their prescription will look terrible in there. Oh. So we, I look at the way your eyes position, what your prescription is like to help determine what the best fit is going to be for you. One of my, there's two things that I have rules about. And these are just my rules, they're not everybody. We want to know your rules, Jason. Tell us. Never have your eyebrows in the lens. (gasps) Okay, this is a question that I had. Or above. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought your you should. eyebrow. Wait, let's say it again because I, it's so funny. I tried on because I thought maybe I wanted like my biggest frames ever. Like I just was yeah. feeling like, it, and it's and amazing how your glasses? eyes adjust. Yeah, like I thought I want some really big, really fun ones, and I put a pair on, and my eyebrows were totally gone. And I'm like, wait, is that right or not? That is not right. Well, what I my goal is to get your eyebrows on the top of the frame or just above it. I never want to see a frame going over the top of your eyebrows. Even sunglasses? Why is that? Why why do you want your eyebrows to show? Well, I even know that answer. Well, here's the deal. Your eyebrows don't have to show. I just don't want your eyebrows to be in the lens so that I can see the frame above it. Okay. That means that the frame is just not sitting properly on you. When your eyebrows are in the lens, they're going to rub on the back of the lens. You're going to get oils on the back of the lens. Mm. I don't want that to happen. No, right. So they should not be inside the lens. They should be on the top edge of the frame or just a little bit above it. Mm -hmm. And I don't want anything on the other end of this. When you have frames that go too deep on your face, Mm -hmm. they're touching your cheek. The minute you smile and the glasses pop up, that's an issue for me, too. But that's me. Some other people may not have a problem with that. I just think that a good fitting frame should not move on your face. It Mm. should sit nicely on your bridge. It should sit right on your brow line. Your prescription should fit really well on there. Do you think sunglasses, the same applies in terms of your eyebrows? Not necessarily. They can be bigger. I always say go big or go home. Yeah. (laughs) I want to get as much coverage as I can. When you're out in the sun, all of us put sunscreen on. We all know that the sun causes damage to our skin. It causes damage to our eyes as well. Right. So the more that we can cover, the better. Again, fit is important. I don't want to say let all caution go to the wind. I would much rather say let's make sure your eyes are positioned well. If it's going a little bit above your brow, I don't care. Yeah. I don't really want it resting on your cheeks because that kind of gets uncomfortable. And if you're out and it's hot, there's sweat and all that stuff. Sure. 
So I want them to be bigger. I always suggest if you're looking at two different sizes of sunglasses, go with the bigger one if it still fits and feels comfortable yeah. for you. Okay, okay, good advice. So so we're talking to Jason Engelman from Warby Parker. You can find Jason if you want to work with him directly at the North Loop location. There are two others in town. Um, Jason, what I'm hearing is that you're much more concerned with the actual fit on the face and where your pupils are and, and, and the lineup than you are what the shape is. So back Correct. to that, I mean, do we can does anything go? Is it just about what you like or are there some rules as far as is what shape is going to work best for your face shape? Well, there are some rules. And a lot of times what I will say, um, the thing, the great thing about Warby Parker is our glasses start at $95, including lenses. Yeah. Mm. So this, I truly believe in an eyewear wardrobe. I will tell you, I tell this to people all the time. They're coming in. I only want to buy one pair of glasses. That's all I want. Mm. And I always bring up the point of one, I want to outfit you. I want you to have an eyewear wardrobe. The deal is you're sitting at lunch with somebody across the table. You don't know what kind of shoes they have on. And I can guarantee you that every person listening to this call right now has more than one pair of shoes. Oh, yes. So <laughs> I, I guarantee go, And I go for more, more eyewear. I would love for people to have more pairs of glasses because that's one of the first things that people see when they meet you. Mm-hmm. So going back to the story about fit and about shapes, if somebody wants a round pair of glasses for a specific reason, let's get you a round pair. It may not be the perfect pair on your face, but if it's going to be a pair that you wear on Tuesday when you go to lunch with your friends at a restaurant and you're wearing a black outfit and you want black round glasses, right. totally fine. I believe that shapes are important. Again, it's how the glasses fit you and what you're trying to achieve with them. If you're going for a look, like you want a big, fancy cat eye because you've got a great big event you're going to and you want really fancy glasses on. Great. Let's put you in a really fancy cat eye. Mm-hmm. might not be something you wear every day, but let's make sure it fits properly. Your eyes are positioned well. Your, um, the frame doesn't go up above your eyebrows. It's not resting on your cheeks. There are the rules. If you have a rounder face, you want more angles. If you have a long face, you want something that goes out a little wider. Um, if you have a really narrow face, sometimes you want the frame to be a little deeper. So there's things that we can look at to help make that determination. But a lot depends on prescription and what you're really looking for these glasses to be. Right, right. Good advice. Um, Jason, uh, finally, obviously trends come and go. You were just talking about the new collection coming out. How trend-driven should we be? And and if you were looking, if you already have that whole eyewear wardrobe, but you just want one new frame for this season, what would you steer people towards? Well, I will tell you, I am a huge tortoise fan. Yep. Mm. No matter whether the tortoise be a really rich, warm, brown tortoise, whether it be more of a striped tortoise, whether it be um, a black and white tortoise. or we, do, we have a marzipan tortoise with at Warby that is one of my favorite colors that we do. I can't wear it because it's too brown. But there are so many beautiful, rich tortoises. And I think this time of year, fall, when you go into Thanksgiving, you think of oranges and yellows and browns outside. Your wardrobe changes to have those really rich, warm, jewel-tone colors. Mm-hmm. I always lean toward a jewel-tone red, a really beautiful navy, a great emerald green. Oh, I want all of them. Green. Mm-hmm. Well, you can have all of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know where I am. Um, so I really, truly believe this time of year, you're going to see a lot of rich colors right now. 
Okay. And then as spring rolls around, obviously you'll start to see more of the paler, more muter colors come and in. If one, you know, can't get a whole bunch of glasses at one time, do you think a tortoise is a good basic to have? Yes. And a lot, and a, there's so many different versions of tortoise that I think a lot we have to look at is skin tone, eye color, hair color to determine which is the best kind of tortoise. Do you want one that's got a little more of a greenish tone to it or more of a yellow tone or a brown tone or a black tone? So the good thing about tortoise is it's timeless. Right. Yeah. You'll always see tortoise eyewear. And Jason, you just see fun things happen. Super quick, if you're getting so, the ultimate pair of sunglasses, what is it? Is it an aviator? Is it like a big plastic frame? What are you going to get? Right now, aviators are really hot, whether they're plastic or metal. And then there's a lot of plays on aviators where they take the sec. you know, an aviator has two bridges. Mm-hmm. They take that middle bridge out and give you a really high bridge across the top. I think is fantastic. Yeah, okay. Good. We'll so, look for it. Jason, aviators. you are truly the expert. Thank you for all the great advice. Total eye opener for all of us. Uh, go no visit- pun intended. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so proud of myself. I have yeah. to have a little bit of fun. Jason, we'll come you see go. you at Warby Parker in the North Loop and the other locations around the Twin Cities. Thanks for all the great advice. My pleasure. Always fun to talk to you, too. Have a great Saturday. Thank you, you too, too. You, too. We'll be back with some steals and deals and events and wrapping up the show. That's still ahead on Shop Girls. Maybe we should rename this segment the cleanup segment. We mentioned earlier in the show that we were going to talk about what Nike and Dick Sporting Goods were cooking up together. Um, and we've also been talking about how loyalty programs are hotter than ever. And a lot of retailers, you're going to see more of this, especially with all of this crunch over adequate merchandise and delivery times, that they're going to start giving preferential treatment to people who are part of the loyalty program. That's going yeah. to become one of the perks of the programs. And it's no joke because things are so bad. Up So Nike and remember, we talked about how Nike was pulling back right. on a lot of There's, stores. They want to control more. They want to sell more direct directly, to consumer. Right. And they were going to pick only a handful of retailers that they work with. Well, one of them is Dick's Sporting Goods. Yep. And they're talking about getting really, really cozy and doing much more together, um, doing a, um, you know, exclusive merchandise, doing this in, membership program, yeah, in-person workout that that they will do yeah and- more experiences at Dick Sporting Goods yep. stores mm-hmm. which is very different I don't think of I don't think of Dick Sporting Goods as doing those kind of like immersive events like you would find at a brand store like a Nike or a Lululemon so- yeah well but they say this is going to unlock a whole new tier for us it will continue to drive the brand relevance um that Dick's has some of the best shoes in the marketplace and, you know, they feel that this is a long-term um, partnership hmm. that they will have. Very interesting. Um, then th- I wanted to mention this, Mom. I thought it was funny. You know, a lot of us are not going to the movie theaters right. as much as we once did. No. Or at all. And um, the the big the big selling point or the big money maker for the movie theaters was always the concessions. Sure. So if you just wanted to get your popcorn fix, your movie theater popcorn fix without the movie, yep. you can do that now. AMC theaters desperate to find <laughs> new things to do as people are not really rushing back to the theaters. Yeah. They are launching 
popcorn stores. They are going to do AMC theater movie movie popcorn shops at malls. They're planning to open 15 of them by the end of next year. And will the popcorn be as expensive as it was Probably. in the movie theater? Absurdly priced, Ridiculous. too salty, yes, and, and not butter. enough butter at the bottom. <laughs> and probably a little bit messy where yeah. you do the... <laughs> I don't know. The- and then you go home and watch your own movie. Yes. You know, on a, on another note with that, I was excited to see that the Edina Theater will reopen. Yeah. You know, which is good news to a lot of people, not just people in Edina. I think mm-hmm. people have, you know, been ex- anxious to know that it will be... Uh, coming back right right well i mean i i'll I'll give them points for creativity it hasn't been done before and obviously movies and popcorn are so associated but the idea of spinning that off and a store that is not showing movies it's just selling the movie theater popcorn. do we know if it's going to be available here you know this is really early days they just announced that they're doing it but they have not said where they're going to be they've just said they're going to be 15 of them but boy mall of america certainly seems like an obvious place to try that's what I was wondering. Although, I don't know. They've got the Doc popcorn, and that's... If I'm going to do popcorn at the mall, I'm going Doc's. Oh, I don't know that Oh, do- yes, I've, haven't I? Doc's popcorn? And they have different flavors. Oh, it's yes, really yes, good. yes, 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 yeah. I do. Okay. Anyway, coming I like soon. I my own. Coming soon to a mall near you. Okay. Um, one other that I wanted, if you want to support local... Um, this is a lovely way to do it. So Joy Tykin, local, locally based fashion designer of the line Joy Noel. We've had her on the show. Um, she's been a, a real, you know, staple and really elevated this fashion market. Yes. She sure. got big into the mask making during the pandemic and made beautiful masks. You know, we had them at Fashionopolis at Minneapolis St. Yeah. Paul Magazine's fashion event in the thick of the pandemic when we were doing it outside. Um, and she said, after all these months of mask making and reflection, she's ready to make some changes. So in addition to her own custom work, she does a lot of bridal dresses oh, yes. and custom dresses. dresses. She has an atelier in South Minneapolis and she's ready to open it up for more teaching and workshops. She wants it to become a place of creative expression where small groups of individuals with a wide range of sewing experience can explore fashion and clothing construction with joy as their guide oh what a good guide to do that she's gonna need to make some changes and updates to her beautiful little atelier in south minneapolis and so she has launched a gofundme campaign Mm -hmm. where she is asking people to contribute so that she can create this creative space and celebrate fashion in uh the twin cities i think it's really cool and if you can you know Throw a, a few bucks in. I think it's a... Especially it's a, if you're interested in sewing and learning more from an expert. Exactly. It's a lovely thing to do. Um, it's listed on, on GoFundMe under Atelier Transformation, or if you just um, type in Joy Noel or Joy Tykin, you'll find it there. But um, support local and support our fashion community. It's a nice thing to do. Uh, without further ado, let's do a few steals and deals and events. Um, holiday pop-ups officially kick off today. I yep. think we can safely say with the Minnesota Christmas Market, which is open today, Saturday, November 6th, 
until 5 p.m. at the Union Depot in St. Paul. Yeah, the waiting room at the Union Depot. This is an annual holiday pop-up. They've done it before. Showcases homegrown brands and makers with a charitable twist. The vendors donate 7% of sales from the event to a local charity that fights for kids in the Twin Cities. Yeah, you you pay a dollar to get in, which is nothing. There's nearly... Um, 50 makers that will be at wow. the markets. That and, many? Yeah. That's amazing. Um, so it is happening today in uh, St. Paul. If you, you can't get to that time. one, yeah, yeah, yeah until there. 5 o'clock. Yeah. Um, if you can't get there today, though, you'll have more opportunities. The Minnesota Christmas Market is next going to be at Quincy Hall in Northeast Minneapolis on November 14th. We'll remind you, don't worry. Sure. Um, and then they're going to be in Duluth on the 27th. So okay. check that out. And um, yeah. Oh, and, and go to Nor- Northrop King. Go Art Attack. The Art, Art Attack. Attack. It's King. happening Northrop in Northeast. King today. Have yeah. a great weekend, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us.